relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Just a good old boy. Dr. G is ready for anything on America First. I miss Shot Show. It was tiring. I got five days sleep in four days. But, you know, fully auto machine guns with suppressors on the range. 18 miles worth of exhibits. Bumping into Eric Trump and Lauren Boebert. It was a lot of fun. Especially for me, because I'm a gun guy. It's Friday. It's Second Amendment Day. Car Firearms is fighting for America. Car executives stand with us here at America First and are willing to put their brand's reputation on the line to stand up for our liberty. Please support our Second Amendment Friday sponsor. I carry a 9mm car every day. They also own the iconic line of Desert Eagles. Yes, the Deagle and also Auto Ordinance, the historic Auto Ordinance. 1911s, M1s, and even the Tommy Guns. They're a great American company. Check them out. You won't regret it. Car Firearms. K-A-H-R.com. That's K-A-H-R.com. Do you remember, guys, four years ago? Was it What was it, Jeff? Was it four years ago at CPAC when I talked about cheeseburgers? Yes. And, and the left went insane when I gave that speech. Y- yeah, Morning Joe had. Went not so Morning right. Joe, the, the, the Telegraph, the Daily Mail, even the conservatives ran the story because I said they're coming after your cheeseburgers. I warned you. And they laughed. Not anymore. This from the World Economic Forum in Davos just a day ago. My daughter, 24, inspired me and said that how can you advocate for these zero-carbon value chains if you still eat meat. And so I stopped eating meat. Now the math would say, well, you need to stop eating meat uh, 11 years to compensate for a flight to Thailand. Yes, but if a billion people stop eating meat, I tell you it has a big impact. If a billion people stop eating meat, my question is, who's going to make them stop eating the meat? Let's ask a man who understands the economics of freedom. He is the dean of the business school at Liberty University, former congressman Dave Bratt. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Zeb. Yep. Uh, Pretty staggering. Uh, Your jaw just drops, uh, but they, they know how to proceed. They just plod and go step by step by step through the institutions, through the issues, through every product, through every CEO. And uh, they just signal, even if it's a decade ahead, uh, here's what's coming your way. Uh, if you don't submit, I uh, will punish you. Uh, luck, I see some cracks in the armor. It looks like the American people are waking up to some of this, uh, the abuse in the schools and some of that. So uh, I think... I think their days are numbered, and they've always wanted to work through the CCP as well. And now China is is really cracking up under some significant uh, 
issues at home and uh, Xi Jinping and the 20th CCP Congress uh, basically came out, you know, with the three points. They're going full on Marxist Leninist, no market reforms, and they're getting rid of the Chinese peace and harmony stuff and moving to a war footing uh, with their language. And so uh, the globalist project usually has to go through China somewhat. You know, they're they're in the middle of all of our institutions damaging us with psychological warfare, economic warfare. And so the decline, the relative decline of China will help soften some of this, I hope. Yeah, but the question is that when you've got people at the WEF saying, well, a billion people need to stop eating meat, who's going to stop them? What, what force are you going to use to stop them? Let's look at our economy. We have to talk about the debt ceiling. Uh, you and Steve Bannon got into a little bit of a contretemps over your proposal. I want to hear it here, not just on the war room. But um, Jamie Dimon, J.P. Morgan, just said something on live television that, uh, look, I'm not an economist. You're the economist. But I've been saying this for three or four years now. Bitcoin is a con. If you thought fiat currency was bad, Bitcoin is fiat currency on steroids. And listen to what Jamie Dimon said. Cut to. He mentioned Bitcoin. You said you didn't know what we were talking about. Uh, we, we, we pretty much always have some crypto conversation with you. I'm just curious because I don't think we've I, talked to you since. I think all that's been a waste of time. And why you guys waste any breath on us totally beyond me. Because you just think the whole thing just is, is going to zero, going to zero and it's fake. Bitcoin itself is a, is a hyped up fraud. It's a pet rock. You're back to that. Yeah, really? Of course. Yeah. Bitcoin is a hyped up fraud. It's like a pet rock. Wow. Isn't that going to affect the market, Dave? Yeah, no, I, I don't put any bets down or give financial advice. Blockchain is here to stay. But blockchain yeah. as a technology, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Right. The general, right. And the idea that it's unhackable or very hard to hack. And then, uh, de- de- you know, DeFi, decentralized finance is great. Every conservative, libertarian minded loves all of the logic there. Uh, but, and Jamie, you know, he's just overstating. The, uh, the, you know, now different bets on different firms is, is a different matter. Now, I'm not going to get in the weeds on that, but one of these uh, is going to come out OK. And the reason they'll come out OK is because it's built on the same foundation that the dollar is. And that's faith that it will work. And if enough people have faith uh, that it will hold value and that they'd rather have that hold their value than the U.S. dollar hold their value over time and maybe appreciate a little bit. Uh, hey, what, you know, that that sounds interesting to me, but 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 it's a, but again, it's an I'm if, not, I'm not right? Sending my name toward any of it, right? But it's an if, it's an if, right? If sure. if Bet. people have faith in it, if yeah. the market Bet. wants it, if the market yep. doesn't have faith, if there's another FTX, right. then right. who knows? Then who knows? Right. All right, now, before we get to your your recommendations for the debt ceiling, will you uh, imagine this is day one of your Econ 101 class, all right, Professor? Yeah. Explain, you've got three and a half million people listening right now. What is the debt ceiling and why is it important? Can you just give us the one-on-one first? Yeah, well, the debt ceiling is now set to $31 trillion. It's basically uh, an important symbolic marker that shows uh, that we at least care about the amount of debt. Now, every year we let it ride. Uh, there's been movements to get away with it, uh, to do away with it, uh, to, to, to let it go away for the year, et cetera, uh, so we don't take it seriously at all. 
the reason it's so serious now is because you got inflation, right? So for the first time, everyone's been asking me the Tea Party for 20 years, but this is the first time there's any real leverage for a couple of reasons. One is because of 20 heroes in the house. Yeah. Uh, but secondly, and more fundamental, it's because the interest rate's going from zero to 5% this year on our debt. So when you do 5% of uh, $32 trillion, you get about $1.5 trillion in interest payments alone on the debt. The defense uh, budget right now is $800 billion by comparison. Yeah. So you got two defense budgets in interest payment. So what, so what, now, is, what is your recommendation? It, yeah. Uh, on the debt ceiling increase, yeah. uh, it, 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 the problem with it is it comes after we've already allocated and, 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 and ran the budget and jacked up the budget with an omnibus. Right. So my recommendation is uh, we got to use this as the one point of leverage to fight back and get what we need uh, for economic sanity. So there has to be and Russ vote is the expert on this. Right. Just go look at his budget that he's proposed. It's uh, it, it just gets rid of all the nonsense in government. It's very well thought through. And so you argue for a, a massive change in spending while you have the leverage in order to save the country. The problem with is you're fighting Santa Claus, right? The left uh, you know, <laughs> wants to provide you with every good and service known to mankind. But our side needs to do a better job of explaining and putting the left on defense and saying, yeah, so. How much more than thirty-two trillion do you want? You know, this is a rational conversation. Right. Please name your number. It's like right? it's and like it's like the imi- it's like the immigration debate. That classic yep. moment when yep. Stephen Miller said to that report in the White House. So, what what is the limit on immigration? Is it is it a right. billion? Right. Is it seven billion? Yeah. If yeah. there's no yeah. number for immigrants, then you're not a serious person. All right, you use the word. We've got a minute left. You said the twenty yeah. heroes. We haven't spoken yeah. since the choice of McCarthy. You served in Congress for Virginia. I, yeah. I think we owe a massive debt of gratitude. Talk yeah, to us absolutely. about those four days as a former congressman, Dave. Oh, they're gut-wrenching. I mean, the whole world's on your case. Every press, all your donors are calling you. Uh, everyone in your state's calling you. People across the country's calling you. Major political figures are calling you, saying you're, you've lost your marbles because you're against, you know, one and a half trillion dollar deficits. It's just numbing. And so all the business folks and CEOs, one-on-one, I ask them, uh, you know, what we just talked about. What size deficit are you in favor of? And then they say to you, don't be a smart aleck. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not being a smart. I'm, you're a better businessman than I am. I'm asking you for your wisdom. What's the number? Since you're saying I'm crazy, I'm asking for a rational, less crazy answer. What's your number? Because I got to vote on a number. That's my job, right? So right. help me out, wise man. And uh, nothing. All right. Well, we do. The right word is heroes for the 20. They've changed politics for at least 10 years. The kind of congressman that this man was, but now he's the dean of the business school, Liberty U, LibertyU.edu. Follow him on Getter at Brat Economics and BratEconomics.com. Next up, it's Friday. It's national security. Stay on this channel. Second Amendment Friday on America First with Dr. G. 
Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And Car Firearms is fighting for America. Car executives stand with us here at America First and are willing to put their brand's reputation on the line to stand up for our liberty. Support our Second Amendment Friday sponsor. I carry a 9mm car. They have revolutionized the concealed carry weapon concept. And they also own the iconic Desert Eagle brand and the historic American Auto Ordnance brand, including the 1911 the M1, and the Tommy Gun. Check them out right now, kahr.com. That's kahr.com. Just looking at the figures being reported on cable news for layoffs, people being fired, another 3,700 at Twitter. That's already after the 70% that were kicked out when Elon took over. How about this? 11,000 at Facebook, 10,000 at Microsoft and a whopping 18,000 from Amazon. What does that presage for the future? We will discuss that and more, but it's Friday. That means it's national security. It's foreign policy with the man who knows, the vice president of the conservative mothership, the Heritage Foundation, heritage.org. Follow him on Twitter, JJ Carafano, Colonel Dr. Jim. Welcome back. You know, it's funny because, um, you know, these companies... The, the rank and file are overwhelmingly leftists. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they're the ones cheering and clapping, look, Joe Biden's our president. Look. <laughs> there is a bit of irony there. And, and he costs them all their jobs. Yeah. I mean, it would, be, it would be funny if it wasn't also impacting all of the rest of us, whether it's our portfolios or our IRAs or our, you know, filling up the gas tank or anything else. This guy's been a disaster for the American economy. And, Every day we turn around, we get more proof of that. And not just that, uh, when it comes to national security's handling of the most classified documents. We'll talk about that later. But as I was prepping for the show today, I went onto your Twitter feed and you retweeted a video from the current Secretary of Homeland Security. Let's just play the video and get your commentary so people who don't have Twitter don't have to read his account. This is Cut9, the head of Homeland Security. FEMA is providing emergency food and shelter program funds to help cities around the country recover or defray the costs of non-citizen arrivals. CBP and ICE are working closely with cities to share information and coordinate the disposition of non-citizens in immigration enforcement proceedings. Just the Orwellian phraseology, non-citizen immigrants, there's a legal term for that, and it's not non-citizen immigrants. It's illegal aliens. The Secretary of Homeland Security is using that phraseology. But Jim, FEMA being used to shelter and home house illegal immigrants, is that why we created the Federal Emergency Management Agency? Yeah, so we should unpack this because this is so wrong in so many ways. Um, FEMA, which was created by Jimmy Carter, bringing together disparate bits of agencies for the express purpose of there is a disaster that impacts Americans, we all rush in as a nation to help, and FEMA helps coordinate that. Right, a hurricane, hurricane, whatever. Forest fire, flood, 9-11. It was not designed to house illegal immigrants. This is an absolute... And so, so that's wrong. You're taking resources. What do we do when there's a disaster? They won't be there for Americans. Right. That is absolutely wrong because we don't know when the next disaster is going to strike. So literally, I can guarantee you, if there's a disaster on the scale of what we just saw in California with the flooding, there will be people, there will be American citizens that won't get help because FEMA is housing illegal immigrants that Joe Biden brought in the United States. This is every cartel member's dream. 
I can take that video, and there's yet another ad, don't worry, Americans will take care of you. They will house you. They will feed you. Right? This so is they, can, like, they can use that video to pitch to right? illegal immigrants, use my human trafficking cartel, give me the 5000 the $7,000, because, hey, look, the Americans have said, we're going to build you camps and we're going to feed you. Right. So, so it's an incentive for more illegal immigration, of which they don't have a plan to deal with the illegal immigration they have now. And here's the, the number one bottom line. Who's paying the bill for all this? Yeah. We are. This is the world's largest human trafficking network. No country in the world has a border policy like this. No country in the world intentionally imports millions of illegal people and then pays everything on the burden of the American taxpayer. So this is, this is just wrong 14 ways from, from Sunday and a mark of how this, this whole issue is not getting better. We're talking to Jim Carafano, following him, JJ Carafano on Twitter. If you enjoy the show, we have an amazing one-on-one, The Manhood Hour, with one of his colleagues, Delano Squires. It's incredible. You don't want to miss it. Go to Spotify. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Never miss a millisecond. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. And don't forget, if you are America First, check out the store as well for all your America First gear. That's sebgorkastore.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A store.com. To the point of how others look at our policies, such as the border policy, how remarkable is it? We played the clip as soon as it ha- happened last week. That the president of Mexico, at an open press conference in front of the international pr- press community, thanks President Biden for being the first president to not build one meter of border wall. How weird is that, Jim? Uh, well, look, he's making a ton of money off of this. His corrupt officials are making money off of this. The cartels but are... But to publicly say it. Yeah, I, well, because they, they have no fear. They have no fear of this president, this administration, right? And, the, and you know, what's going on... And this is part of my frustration is we don't really grasp the magnitude of what's wrong here. You know, we talk about the numbers of illegal immigration. We talk about the COVID deaths. We talk about the cartels. This is destabilizing the entire Western Hemisphere. And, and it's hugely advantaging the Russians, the Iranians, the Chinese. All these things are linked together. We are building a crisis in our own backyard of our own making. And then when, 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 when leaders who are avowedly anti-American applaud us for what we're doing, that should, that should be a, a red flag for people. Well, she was in Arizona, and Kamala Harris was asked, because I think she was made the border czarina, and she had a very strange response to what her priorities are. Cut seven. Play cut. You decided not to visit the border. Can you tell me why? I am here to talk about what we are doing around bringing down the cost to American families and creating jobs. Let me say on the border that it is one of our highest priorities. Do you have any plans to visit the border in Arizona? I've visited the border. I will not on this trip, but I, I have, and I will again. So just the disconnect that I'm not going to the border because I'm here to deal with jobs. How is that not connected, Jim? Well, first of all, when you say this is one of our highest priorities, okay, so we have... We are having illegal aliens come to this country at an unprecedented rate. By the end of Biden's term, the illegal population in the United States will be more than double what it was when he came in as president. The border's been never less secure. We are more at risk now to a terrorist attack than we were on 9-11. The level of crime and, and drugs and opioids. So if this is your highest priority, yeah. then, then basically you just admitted that you have absolutely and completely failed on the highest priority. And what do you do when you're a politician and the things that you're supposed to do don't work? 
you talk about something else. I'll talk about something else. And she did. She talked about electricity. She tried to explain it. It was funny in a sad way. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Don't forget we are on all social media that matters. Truth Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Getter, Parler, Cloud Hub, Telegram. You name it. You can watch us. This is a televisual feast. SalemNewsChannel.com. And then my personal Substack. That's SebastianGorka.Substack.com. SebastianGorka.Substack.com. Corvettes. So much more. Next here on America First. America first. Magnificent. Heavy music for a heavy topic. Dealing with the IRS is never fun. It's never a good idea to ignore them, however, the most powerful collection agency on the planet. And I've heard, you've heard they're hiring 87,000 new revenue officers to come after your hard-earned cash. If you've got issues you need to help with uh, when it comes to the IRS, check out Defense Tax Partners for a free consultation called 877-890-7771. They will act quickly to stop wage garnishments, remove liens, and release bank levies, and ultimately negotiate the absolute best possible IRS settlement. They have a money-back guarantee. They're so confident if they can't help you with the IRS, you don't pay. How good is that? 877-890-7771 or just go to defensetax.com. That's 877-890-7771, defensetax.com. We are back with Jim Carafano, Colonel Doctor, Professor. You can follow him on Twitter, JJ Carafano, Vice President of the Heritage Foundation. Jim, can you cut through the the, the, the noise and just get to the signal uh, of the last uh, two weeks when it comes to these classified documents? Uh, or maybe mo- most useful is you help us in terms of how other nations look at us when these issues like Afghanistan and withdrawal and everything else, when, when you know, TSSCI documents are next to the paint yeah, yeah. cans in the garage, right. yeah. this doesn't look like a serious country, does it? Yeah, so we should, let, let's talk about that first and we'll talk about what's actually going on here because yeah. you, you raise a really good point. You know, just a few weeks ago, Joe Biden was on, on top of the world. I mean, he didn't get trunced in the midterms like it was like they, he, he basically pushed through a ton of his leftist agenda yeah. so he could turn to the leftists and say, look, I accomplished what you want. And, and he was so emboldened. And then to me, it's a really clear point. So emboldened that he even went to the border. Of course, he'd been criticized for not doing that for two years. And now he goes, why? Because he feels so strong, so powerful that he can go to the border and just lie his way through this and get away with it, right? That even, you know, I'm impervious to this. And yet two weeks later, he is really under assault. And I think it shows the fragility of his power. And so I think very much world leaders are back to where they were before the midterms, worrying about, does this guy really have, you know, what it, what it takes? Um, is he really solid? Is he really the leader of this country? To go from such a right. seemingly powerful position to stumbling over talking points from his lawyers about the documents. Right. And is, you know, is he distracted? And because they don't, they don't really think he is a, a strong foreign policy president. Even in Ukraine, we have to remember... 
He was dragged into Ukraine. His his national security advisor, Sullivan, every day says, let's just cut a deal and get the hell out of there, right? right. So Brits were embarrassing us in terms of their forward-leaning. You know, even look, look at Iran. I mean, the Europeans have been really tough on sanctioning the Iranians on their human rights abuses, and the administration's almost been, like, adrift. So... So I think the world opinion is we're back to maybe this isn't the guy that's going to be around in two years, and maybe this you know isn't the strongest partner we have. So that's true. The the substance of it, as you know, I was in the military for 25 years, and and I, I worked I had a clearance every day, and and I dealt with classified information my entire career. So there's a couple of things on this that the, the, the people. First of all, they tacitly said, yeah, we mishandled documents. Yeah, right. Well, that's wrong. It, <laughs> And it, it, when they say we inadvertently did this, that's a completely meaningless statement. Doesn't matter. If you go, if you leave a top secret document in a Starbucks, you know, and you walk away because you, you're sipping on your pumpkin latte, or you hand it off to a Russian agent, it's still wrong. It doesn't matter why you did it. These documents were given to you as a trust, and you violated that trust. If you, if your bank called you up and said, Seb, we lost all your money. We're sorry. It was a mistake. You're like. <laughs> But it doesn't matter. You still lost my money, dude. Right? right. So, so they've actually admitted that they did something wrong. Um, I think the second thing is, is when you when people say, "Well, contrast this with Trump." With Trump, it was a dispute over custody of the documents. Yes. It was never a question of these documents weren't properly maintained or compromised. It was a question over who should own them. Right. That that's actually a dispute. That's not even that's not a crime. That's not even doing anything wrong because he was the president. What Biden did is clearly wrong. Um, and and so I. And I think the worst thing of all is, and, and this happened months ago, the DOJ in the White House intentionally planned to bury this entire story, and they were never going to talk about it, even though what they did was worse than by, uh, Trump, and they used this thing to hammer Trump politically, and they were just going to ignore their, their problems and, and, and just sandbag the American people. And not only that, not only did they know about it months ago, not only did they know about it before the midterms and sit on it, uh, these are documents from six years ago. Right. They've been floating around, Jim, not for a month or two months, six years. And you can't assume that because, well, the documents are still there, that ah, nothing was compromised, right? No. Because people who, spies who aren't stupid, and there are a few in this world, if, if that is a classified document, it's not, folks, I swear. Uh, uh, but let's pretend that that's right. a... I'm not going to steal that it's document. Not, it's not classified, but hey, what? You don't need a Minox camera from a James Bond movie. I think people have cameras in their phones, right? You would, you would make a copy of the document. You, <laughs> wouldn't, it, you would not... The, the, because nobody people does then... That. Right. Nobody, nobody steals the documents. Like, Hanson didn't steal the documents. <laughs> the pumpkin papers, they right. didn't steal... Right. They copy the documents and because they, they don't I, want you to think they're not. But the most powerful thing is what he said about if the bank loses your money. Nailed it. That's why he's a regular every Friday. Jim Carafano. Follow him, JJ Carafano, on Twitter. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First, coming to you from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor. Pain relief that works. Pain relief that's real. Pain relief that is liberating. Half a million Americans right now, me included. Find out for yourself. Order the three-week quick starter pack at ReliefFactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. You've waited long enough. You deserve to know. Find out for yourself. What have you got to lose? Nothing except the pain. A bit of Hall & Oates. We love that. Call them. 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. That's 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor. 
Radio.com. Second Amendment Friday on America First, brought to you by Car Firearms. Yes, it is. Complacency is a weakness that patriots cannot afford. For that reason, Car Firearms is teaming up with America First in 2023. Car believes Americans shouldn't be afraid to publicly stand up for our freedoms. This is about more than just being a gun enthusiast. This is a very personal issue as we struggle for the soul of America. Car wants America First listeners to know they are not afraid to publicly support Second Amendment Friday. Check out the amazing line of weapons at KAA. I carry a 9mm car every day. They also own the iconic Desert Eagle line of weapons and the historic auto ordinance, including the M1, the 1911, and the Tommy Gun. Check out Car Firearms, K-A-H-R.com. That's K-A-H-R.com. We're going to do something a little bit different today on Second Amendment Friday because we gave you so much gun content with our two days of broadcasting from the SHOT Show on the Strip in Vegas that we're not going to talk to a gun manufacturer or to uh, somebody who's a specific expert on firearms. We're going to talk to somebody who, well, he has a more holistic approach to things Second Amendment and security. He is with Sentinel Protection Strategies. His name is Jock Condon, because I do believe he's Scottish. Jock, welcome to America First. Hi, Seb. I'm glad to be here. How are you doing? Oh, my gosh. I don't know where they found that photograph. They just put a photograph up of, of you looking very Secret Service. You've got a poppy on, and you're carrying a very nice SIG SBR. Do you know, where, do you know anything about this photograph of you? I do. Um, that was taken within the green zone of Kabul and Afghanistan about hang 2010. On. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You're in the green zone of Iraq, and you're wearing a suit and tie? Well, we're, we're in, it's Afghanistan. Um, when I was in Iraq, I never wore a suit, but, um, yep, middle of the green zone outside the British embassy um, in Kabul. I was so, taking sorry, Kabul, uh, Afghanistan. Uh, so are you doing PSD for, for, for the diplomats? Is that why you look so uh, so natty there, Jock? That's exactly it. That's my suit and SIG um, photo. Wow. Look, I, I've never seen diplomats. a PSD detail with a, a, a short-barreled uh, uh, SIG and a, and a beautiful EOTech. That is some nice gear. You're, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm walking out here, but we wanted to talk about your company. Let's have some fun. This is the photograph we took at SHOT Show that I said I would not use because Jock, sent, Jock sent it to me saying, this looks like a hostage photograph, like I've just taken you hostage. What was wrong with you that day? Were you just awestruck? What was your problem did you have some food poisoning starstruck to be honest as soon as I that was it i was just <laughs> all right let's have some fun Get, go back to the cool photograph with the the sig yep. assault rifle all right so um you you pitched to me a very interesting service that you provide what is sentinel protective strategies all about jock okay so we we empower people um to really use the second amendment to their their advantage you know the second amendment is there it shall not be infringed um, having spent 20 years in law enforcement and 10 years in the private security industry looking after Fortune 500 um, CEOs and the likes, um, you know, people should be secure in their homes. They're, I know they say, and you like this one, Seb, that uh, an Englishman's man is his castle, the home is his castle. Right. So, and it's here, everybody, 
castle, and that's why we have um, laws within each state, you know, that's commonly referred to as the castle doctrine. You have the right to stand your ground in your own home and protect your family. So what we did is we designed a training program. So we'll go out somewhere. We will um, look at somebody's property. We'll, we'll do a residential risk assessment, let them know where they're weak. Where so, they're, so you they will make- go to them instead of people going to some training facility and learning how to shoot or do you know uh, self-defense you will look at their situation in situ absolutely yeah we, we don't draw people in and throw 20 people in the classroom and just throw information at them i will go into somebody's house they know their house better than anybody so we can identify their stronghold if someone comes in with bad intentions We'll be able to go tell them exactly where to go and draw that line in the sand. Now, it seems to me that this is just logical because everybody's home, everybody's own circumstance is utterly unique. So why isn't everybody doing this? Because this just makes sense, Jock. I don't know. I don't know. For me, it was, it was, it's more of a personal thing for me. It's like if somebody comes into my home then I'm going to be ready. I know exactly where the choke points are. I know where my weapons are. They're secure so that my child can't get access to them. And it should be that in people's homes. You should feel secure and safe and know that if someone does come in with bad intentions, that, well, you're going to fight back. What is the, quite rightly so. What is the most obvious thing people get wrong or thing that surprises them when you do that survey of their home? What is the thing that most people don't realize about being safe at home, Jock? Really, it's, um, you know, with people with bad intentions, they're going to try everywhere. And and really, uh, the focus is to just keep pushing them down the road. Um, What a lot of people don't like uh, because of the aesthetics is lights. You light up the front of your house and you light up that defensible space between your house and your perimeter, um, it's going to turn people off. You put cameras up. They don't. Bad guys don't want to be seen. They're mostly opportunists, and they don't want to get caught. So lights is a big thing. A lot of people don't like the lights, whether it's something in the HOA or they just don't like the aesthetics of it. But we we can quickly change their mind on that one. All right, Sentinel Protective Strategies is the website. I'm impressed. I think I might have to do this for Gorka HQ, especially after our recent burglary. God bless our dogs, Killian and Leia, that scared off the burglars with a probably a few bite marks in their backsides. Guns are good, but the best burglar alarm system are dogs, big dogs. SentinelProtectiveStrategies.com. Uh, Jock, uh, let's have some fun now. We've got a minute left. Uh, let's talk okay. about what, what. Let's talk about guns. What's your 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 favorite carry weapon at the moment? My favorite carry weapon right now is the Israeli Weapons Industries Jericho 941. That is unusual. That is unusual. It's very unusual. It's very unusual. Why do you like that? That's that's a double action, single action, like a CZ 75, right? Is that why you like it? It is. Yeah, and it's it's all metal. The only thing that's not metal is like the grip that screws on. You know you're carrying this thing, and it's one of the sweetest guns I've ever fired. Nine mil or 40? Nine mil. Nine mil, all right. Yep. And, and, you, and the I, other one, yes. I've got another couple, the SIG 365, love it. Everybody everybody says SIG 365. Am I like, come on, guys, can you be more imaginative? Give me one more. Okay, the HK VP9. That is unusual. I like that. My One of my favorites, I'm old school, 1980s, HK P7M13. Have you ever shot one of those, Jock? I haven't. 
Oh, we'll have to make that happen. We'll do a little bit of a you trade. Go, yeah, you got to hook me up. you, you got to hook me up, man. You'll come check out my HQ, and uh, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you fondle my HKP7. How's that? Just give us some alone time. We'll be fine. <laughs> Jock Condon. He's not a hostage. He saves hostages. SentinelProtectiveStrategies.com. We met at Short Show. It was super fun. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First coming to you from the Refactor.com studios. If you're calling us, don't call on a cell phone connected to the big cell phone providers. They're woke. Go with Patriot Mobile that has services with all three networks, but they're on your side. They have a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. It's the only Chris conservative cell phone company in america and they're on your side with a nationwide 4g 5g network coverage this year resolve to stop supporting companies that don't share your values well a 100 percent us-based customer support team use my name to get free activation special discounts for veterans and first responders switch today you can keep your old number it's super easy call 972 patriot or patriotmobile.com slash gorka that's 972 patriot patriotmobile.com Slash G-O-R-K-A. Here's looking at you, Snowflake. America first. Yes, indeed. Eric, I've just sent you a photograph. I want to show it from one of our buddies who's at the March for Life. But first, our guest, I didn't have no idea. I know he has a company, but it turns out he's also a deputy in one of the biggest sheriff's department. And he, he got off the interview and he said, oh, by the way, I'm at a traffic stop. We're just about to serve somebody with a warrant. Can you imagine, you know, with a, a guy in, in a full sheriff's gear with a Scottish accent rolls up in America and serves you with a warrant? God bless you, Jock. Keep safe out there. Uh, all right. The um, the race has started, I guess. Who, who, who declared? Who said they're going to run for? Oh, yeah. Moustache Bolton. Uh, number two is uh, Nikki Haley. The, she thinks she should be president. Cut eight. We are in the new year. How are those tea leaves looking? Are you going to run for president? Well, I'm not going to make an announcement here, but when you're looking at a run for president, you look at two things. You first look at does the current situation push for new leadership? The second question is, am I that person that could be that new leader? Yes, we need to go in a new direction. And can I be that leader? Yes, I think I can be that leader. Uh, I'm a bit confused, Jeff. Can you help me out here? She says, I'm not announcing now, but I think I can be that leader. Isn't that the announcement? I know. It's so dumb. It just announced. We know that she's running. It's pathetic. All right. Are you impressed, Eric? Are you going to vote for Nikki Haley? I Almost. She's one of my least favorites. I would <laughs> consider sitting out the election if she was a nominee. All right. Why? That's interesting. Why almost your least favorite? Explain that. I believe it is because, among many other things, she, as governor of South Carolina, had the absolute audacity to blame then-candidate Donald Trump by name yeah. for the Charleston church shooting yeah. right yeah. after it happened. Yeah. Then right. she did it again one year later. You know what it is for me? Her... Um, horse pucky eating grin standing next to uh john brennan when they were co-speakers on a panel do you remember that 
remember oh, that, Eric? Oh, yeah. Her, her new buddy, uh, John Brennan, who called President Trump her boss, by the way, because she was ambassador to the United Nations, called her boss a traitor. But she that's no problem. I'll just hang out with you because, you know, you're a swamp creature too. Doesn't have a chance. But get in the ring. We're going to have some fun primaries, absolutely. All right. Literally just sent to me while I'm on air from a very important person at Salem. This is a photograph of uh, a member of the Salem family, Ellie, right now at the March for Life. And what does it say? She's a young lady. She uh, works for a certain company that supports this show. And it says, studentsforlife.org. I am the post-Roe generation. Text the word life to 53445. I love it. Stay safe out there. We've won that battle, but we will continue to fight the war for the unborn. Next up, ah, one of the most exciting parts of the week. It's the Manhood Hour, with a young man who was a former colleague of my wife's who is an outspoken father, patriot, a good example of what it means to be a man. Don't go anywhere. Make sure you are subscribed. Go to Spotify. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Stay on this channel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.